We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You asked us 21 questions. Most of them are about the Chiefs. What's up, everybody? This is Ken Swanson here with my buddy BJ Kissel answering your wonderful questions from the KCSN Substack and the Discord channel. Thank you all so much for listening. And thanks to all these wonderful question askers and KCSN supporters. BJ, my man, how we feeling tonight? Good, man. I I wish you would have sang like our, our dear pal Craig does. Um, That's always something to look forward to with this, but it's always good to talk to you. And like we've talked about before, I love this because we get to talk about what, what people want us to be talking about uh, with our subscribers, our day ones, everybody on the discord. Uh, we were talking about before we were recording. Uh, that's the one thing I feel like I'm missing out on with uh, <laughs> everything we got going on, trying to grow the company and do all these things that I don't feel like I get to get in the discord and, and be a part of that community that you guys and everybody have been building uh, with all our supporters. And I love this because we get to, to interact in some ways uh, by answering their questions and all that. So always enjoy doing this show. I, uh, I don't, I don't get on the discord as much as I need to. I'll just be honest with you. I, I need to be, I need to be better about Craig and Maddie are way more habitual with it. And I need to be a lot better. This is a really fun day for this show because I am going to read all of the names on the discord channel, but most of these, most of these questions are asked. Uh, not a lot of them are being asked from people that are doing the, K, uh, the KCSN discord mock draft which has been insanity and one of the funniest things I have seen in a while. Shout out to our guy, Christian Gumminger for putting that together. But uh, in the KCSN discord, there is a giant mock draft going. It has gone absolutely off the rails in so many <laughs> amazing ways. Chris Jones isn't a chief. He's been traded. <laughs> but that, that's, what, that's just the teaser you need to know. Someone has photoshopped uh, Mel, uh, Maddie's face onto Mel Kuyper's body, and it looks scary, scary good. <laughs> I like There's everything. A, I love everything about all of this. It's, I'm telling you, it's incredible. Uh, yeah, it's it's part of it's actually one of the perks of being a, a KCSN subscriber. If you go to KCSN.substack.com, it's actually in the description of this podcast or this video. Uh, you'll get access to that. Oh, what, what BJ? And because, and because everybody listening to this or your diehards, you're, you're asking subscribers. We think that a lot of the subscribers are listening to this. We'll throw a little nugget out there. There's going to be some new news regarding the KCSN Substack coming out uh -oh. within the next, we'll say few days, maybe a week. We'll see, uh, waiting on some things, but some very, very big news, some really exciting news, some really, really cool stuff that, 
Um, you guys know we've been <laughs> what I do during the day and all of that. Uh, I'm really excited to announce a lot of the things that uh, I've been working on for a while. And some of those are going to, like I said, be announced. And I think everybody's going to like them. some really cool stuff. Yup. We're excited. <laughs> we're excited. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're not going to leak it, but we're really excited. Uh, let's give you some of these questions. This is uh, we'll start with Mike Denny who is running Bill's Mafia in the, in the Discord draft. Uh, do we think the Chiefs and Orlando Brown Jr. have started contract talks? I know he doesn't have an agent. Yeah. I mean, I I think it'd be silly if they hadn't, you know, broached that subject to see what it would look like. I think, uh, was it Taron Armstead when he got the deal with the, the Dolphins? Anytime anybody at your same position gets a deal, whether they're considered a higher tier player, lower tier player, whatever it is, it's going to be a part of that discussion and set that market, you would think. Even without an agent, you'd think Orlando Brown would, would look around the league and see what guys are getting paid. You knew when you made that move that Orlando Brown has a lot of leverage um, over the Chiefs because they made that trade. They gave up picks and didn't have the deal in place yet. So um, it's going to be expensive because <laughs> it just is. That's the nature of that position uh, and where the Chiefs are at right now. But uh, you want him to get it done. You want to take care of the player and make sure the player mentally and, and feels like he's being taken care of in that way. But I'd be really surprised if if it wasn't done yet. But um, or at least started the conversation to get basic parameters of what that's going to look like. But for a lot of different reasons, they may be wanting to wait till after the draft or later into the summer or um, whatever it is to have the time to sit down and really hammer out the details or something like that. All right. Grayson Jaspers, our guy asks, if you could only have one, my guy, which player would it be? So I, we all get 10 guys that we, we make my guys in the KCSN draft guide. Mine, George Pickens the wide receiver out of Georgia. I know we've talked ad nauseum about him uh, over the course of the last couple months, but he's wide receiver one in the guide for a reason. We all love him. And he's a unique player that, you know, if the ACL injury doesn't happen and, you know, he gets to play a full year at Georgia, I think we're having different conversations about him. I also think his quarterback situation is terrible. And you saw him bail out Stetson Bennett in the national championship game. This guy is a special, special talent. Uh, I think he's just scratching the surface. I think he's got a lot of football. Uh, his best football is ahead of him. Uh, I think if the Chiefs are able to somehow get him at pick 29, which some things I've heard, I don't know if that's actually the case, if he's even going to be available when the Chiefs are picking at 29. So that's uh, something to keep an eye on. I would love for him to be a Chief, though. Um, all right. Let's see here. Uh, Nick Deal, who is also the Titans GM. What do the what does Casey have to do to turn the Tyree Kill picks in cap space into a win for the trade? Go in another Super Bowl and have some combination of the picks that are used have those guys participate in something. I mean, if they're all picks and they're all misses and they still go in a Super Bowl, you're not going to consider it credit for that. But the ultimate goal isn't to necessarily draft a Pro Bowl or anything like that. It's to go win Super Bowls. That's why they had to make this move. They felt like it was in the best interest of building the depth of this roster. Uh, and they've got to hit on some of those picks. It'd be really surprising if they didn't and they still went out there and had a lot of success long-term over the next four or five years. And we've talked about this before on shows and, and off the record and you know offline or whatever we want to call it. Uh, but how they handle the assets that were given is going to determine in a lot of ways, how successful they are through the prime of Patrick Mahomes career. This is a huge piece. This is a lot of what people are going to remember Brett Veach for long-term is how they handled the assets. Not all, not all on Brett either. Um, that's not always fair to say, but 
history is going to remember how these picks are used and how obviously how the team does over the next stretch. If they go out and win five Super Bowls, and it's considered the greatest move ever. And if they don't and they don't get good picks, it's like, hey, that was a miss. And so there's a lot riding on how it goes down. But yeah, I think you need to get some guys who can contribute right away. And I think it looking now at the, the depth of the roster, they needed some assets and you only get a lot of assets by trading away something that's very, very valuable. And uh, we'll see. We're still going to be confident when Patrick Mahomes steps on the field that they're going to score points. Um, but we'll see. I have so many. Patrick Mahomes is going to be the MVP of the league narrative story. I, I have so many things I'm just trying to hold back on. I'm just like, I'm keeping them because I think he's about to go scorched earth because I think there's a lot of fun narratives there. And you know, like I'm pretty like even keel. Like I don't get too high, too low. Like it's always right here. I swear to you, if we win, we win the division. I will be insufferable because of what all the other teams in the division did this off season to try to do every throw the kitchen sink at competing with us. And Oh my God, I, I told Craig, I think it was in the last 21 questions or it was Maddie uh, that uh, you want to come to kingdom bar when we clinch the division, like you're going to want to be there. It's going to tweeted that out too. Like we're it's like, it's I, coming. So much effort has been put into trying to stop Mahomes. It's ridiculous. It's just, it's, mm. I, it's going to be delicious. I have a feeling like it's not going to, none of this, none of what the division did is going to matter. People forget that every team in the division was at least two games behind the Chiefs last year. Yeah. Like we forget that. So everybody was I playing catch up before. Everybody was exactly. playing catch up before. And so everybody maybe made a step forward, still have Patrick Mahomes. And now you have an offense with new guys and they don't really know what we're going to do. So I, I love the idea of playing like the Chargers week one. <laughs> you have no idea what our offense is going to look oh, like. I, I'll take Andy Reid in a week one game against the division opponent. Uh, that would be great. Easily. Yep. T. Rogers, 1773, asks, if the Chiefs draft a slot wide receiver like Sky Moore, how many different guys can they play in the slot at the same time? Harden is a slot guy. <laughs> Juju is a slot guy. Well, here's, here's the thing. I think, I think Travis Kelsey affords the Chiefs a lot of flexibility on their offense because he does get to line up as that X receiver essentially a lot of the times. They isolate him on the backside of the formation. Think about Sammy Watkins. He played at the three-receiver side all the time. The Chiefs can move these guys around. I think Juju's versatile enough that he can do more than just play in the slot. He can play on the line of scrimmage. He can beat press. Um, if you threw Sky Moore, I think Sky Moore is a lot more versatile you know, than just a true slot receiver too. So like, I think there's... I think these guys are all uniquely capable of, of winning in a lot of different areas. I think the Chiefs will be fine. I know I, I get the sentiment, but at the same time, honestly, I'm not I'm not really uh, that that worried about it. Um, <laughs> let's see here. B Hudson asks, he's the Colts GM with the one year anniversary mark coming up for KCSN. Your favorite memory over the past year is, and you can't say. I think we've already someone's already asked us, and we've all said. Um, we've all said going to, uh, you know, going to operation breakthrough. So you have to yeah. pick something other than operation breakthrough. Cause I think we've all ha had at some point said that on this very show. To about when we went to Dick's sporting goods and did the shopping spree yeah. and we yeah. got to be kids and like dump all this stuff in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, man, it's, it's a tie. Cause I think the, <laughs> I'm wearing the blue hoodie, uh, the powder <laughs> blue hoodie, um, the net, the night in Vegas where we all went to the night, the, the golden Knights game was awesome mm. uh, just mm. because as special as it's been over the last year. And there's a lot, and we appreciate again, all of our supporters and everybody who's done this, but there's a lot of stuff that um, isn't out there yet that we've all been talking about that is kind of trickling out in 
at different times. And as special as it's all been for us to, to have a good idea and have it all come together, uh, we really haven't been together that many times uh, with everybody living in different places. And so mm-hmm. I think the day, the college football hangout that we did up at the, at the distillery where we all hung out that night uh, was really special. But the Golden Knights game, you know, being able to buy, you know, rounds of $27 cocktails for you guys, which is an amazing experience. Uh, but that was fun. We were all together. Um, it was going to be, it was, it was special and it felt really good. So that, that would probably be like a tie between those two, those two nights. When we all get to hang out together, it's pretty cool. Like, I mean, we all got to have our, like all of our families together. Like we yeah. had all of our kids you know, all of our significant others all got together at my house. I think we I, we might have ended up like a pulled pork or something. We just all hung out. Mm-hmm. It was just cool. It was just, you know, you know, it's it's easier to do this kind of stuff when it's with people you love. And so that's mm-hmm. just been something that's been really cool to be part of. Yeah, um, we're all in the same. We're all in the same space. And yeah, I forgot that was that was awesome to get the kids cool together too. and just all the wives well, together. Like, it was cool. <laughs> all the kids were running around. I think yeah. Matt, <laughs> Maddie's Maddie's daughter and uh, my my kid are gonna have a prearranged marriage. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, that was like the running joke for the weekend. Um, all right, Andy Nagel. If Casey were to take a linebacker, hopefully late day two or better, yet day three, who would you be uh, your target? For me, I think it's Troy Anderson out of Montana State. He's the athletic, um, you know, linebacker that's you know kind of played a lot of different positions out there. Um, he's a guy that can, I think compliments, you know, Willie Gay, uh, and Nick Bolton really, really well. Um, and he's got more coverage ability, which I, I, you know, I even Willie Gay, like Willie Gay hasn't like come along to the same, you know, standard that you really want him to. I think he's made some flashes late in the year with some of his coverage and his range, but I don't think the coverage instincts are entirely there. So like, I still think there's a lot of issues that you've got to address with the coverage at the second level at defense. So I think Troy Anderson would make, um, a lot of sense there. Um, okay, Nick, the last couple of years, Mox had the position correct of Veach's picks at the top of Casey's draft. They had them taking running back and center with them targeting Etienne, Etienne and Dickerson. Based on what you see out there now, what, now, what's your best guess in the player they actually go with for one of the first two selections? Um, I, I'll, I'll, I'll go on this one. I think, uh, I think it's George Karloftis. I think George Karloftis is definitely a name you've got to keep an eye on there at the edge position. I think he's the last. Like he's there's a there's a clear cut of top four guys at the edge position, and then there's a lot of other guys. I think the Chiefs are probably going to do something to try to make sure that they secure a guy like Karloftis. Um, receiver wise, you, oh go. I want to ask you a question about this because I've been pretty forthcoming on the edge situation with the Chiefs right now, like not comfortable <laughs> with where it's at, and yeah, and so for me knowing that they put so much that they know more about their roster, you know, than we do. And that not that they haven't made efforts or not to try, but if they haven't hit on guys and some of the veterans that they've gone after, then we've seen them do the aggressive overcorrection and trade up for a guy. So who is the most likely it's not going to be obviously Aiden Hutchinson, Kayvon's going to be gone, but the Jermaine Johnson is the one for me. Who is the, the one edge who could fall a little bit and we pop up to 10 or 12 and get him because I have, and everybody can just, I have zero problems with them trading up for an edge. 
Uh, receiver is going to be tough because of all the guys that we've been talking about and where he's going to fit in this roster um, as far as like number of targets early in his career, all of those things like a Jameson Williams. And I know Matt Miller put it out trading three picks to move up and get a guy. I don't love that idea. If you do that for an edge rusher, I'm okay with that because it's a much bigger issue on paper right now. And so who is that edge to, three, four before they get to Karloftis that they could trade up to 12 to 15 to get. If they're going to make a huge move, I hope it's for an edge rusher. Uh, who is that guy for you that could be in that 12 to 15? I think it's got to be, I think you're going to have to get, you have to give up 29 and 30 to get to like that 10 range, honestly. And I think if you're yeah. going to get one, it's either Jermaine Johnson or Kayvon Thibodeau fell because he's uh, annoying people in his you know meetings and stuff like that. So yeah. on like, those are probably the two. Jermaine Johnson, there's a lot of love for him. I think he's like a pretty steady, consistent player. He's doing well in like the interview stuff. But mm-hmm. with, with Thibodeau, it's like, you know, there's some, there's some questions that maybe he might fall a little bit. He's not everybody's cup of tea. And if like if the draft falls right, like maybe he's the guy you go strike up and get, but that's gonna take 29 and 30. Like you're gonna have to trade up both you have to trade both of your first round picks to go get that guy. So that's why I'm like, I just kind of wonder if Karloftis falls a little bit into the early 20s the chiefs go up and get them for you know less assets and then they keep that 30th pick so they can go grab a wide receiver i just wonder yeah. you know uh okay so actually you, you talked about matt uh <laughs> this is, is he's going as goot which is brian gutekind's <laughs> the packers gm matt miller laid out a trade scenario equal on trade charts houston gets 29 50 and 103 casey gets 13 drafts jamison williams if that happens will the chiefs have any pass rush and it wouldn't matter. Hashtag score 100. This is perfect tie into all this. I, as we'd sit there at the end of the draft and be like, man, I'm really glad the offense is going to be great. They can move up to Jamison Williams. Like I'm not going to not be excited about that, but I'm equally going to be like, man, I hope some of these young guys, I hope Kane Doge comes out of nowhere and they know something that we don't or Malik Heron or some of these other guys on the roster that they just must have bigger plans for or some other move uh, that hasn't happened yet. Uh, or it's Mike Dana. They, they believe in him. Like we don't know yet uh, what that plan is and you'd let it play out. But as it would sit during the draft, would I be worried? Yeah. I'm sitting here worried right now. And this is as worried as I've been going into a draft where we have a on paper, bigger hole um, perceived hole uh, from the outside. And I'm going to keep being careful when I say those things, but perceived hole on the outside. I haven't felt like we've been this missing in a particular position going into a draft since Brett Veach has been the GM. Do you, do you agree with me, Kent? Yeah. Cause it seems like 100%. every year they've always, it's never been, it doesn't always have to be this huge star, but there's always been a veteran who could just, that guy could step in it like an Alex Okafor, a good player who could step in and play and start and be okay. While you bring, or you draft young guys, they've always kind of patched that. So you go into the draft, you don't feel like you have to take a guy. I feel like right now they have to get an edge. So yeah. and they got to get yeah. one early. We can talk about corner too. I mean, yep. you know, like I think there's like, I don't like, I don't like this roster feels very unsettled heading into mm-hmm. the biggest week of the year, which means they're up to something that we haven't seen yet. Or, you know, they really are leaning on the draft for a little bit of both. You know, I mean, I'm a big proponent be, and let it play out, but yeah. It, yeah, I know. I know you, I'm trying not to say too much, but I will say this, Brett, Brett Veach in his tenure has not spent more than $3 million per year on a corner. And he's not spent more than the 138th pick on a corner. I find that very just it's impressive. A part of that's because Travarius Ward ate so many snaps up, which is a huge yeah. get, like a big dub. But like I don't think it's good business to bank on nailing, you know, 
pre 53 man roster cut down trades and day three picks at a very important position. So it's going to be very interesting to see what they do uh, this year. I'm, I'm super fascinated. So would you be here? I got a question for you. Would you be surprised if two of the first three picks, whether they traded them or not, were not some combination of edge corner receiver. I think that's the first three picks the chiefs make. Unless it's Jordan days. That's a whole nother story. Mm, that you trading up for that. That's I just trade up too. I saw him go to the Chargers. I saw it in a mock, and I was like, Ooh. "Yeah, mm. you don't want that to happen." Mm. I think, I think you know, like we mocked, we mocked, uh, we did a mock draft with Lewis. Scene people didn't like that one very much uh, in first round. And like, you make your secondary better if you go safety. You make your defensive line better if you go Jordan Davis. It's not necessarily yeah. the edge position or the cornerback position, but you're making your pass rush even with jordan davis yeah. i know that sounds crazy but like i mean he's gonna occupy so much space there i think that could free up chris jones that could help everything you know yeah. big giant i mean that thing's got a gravitational pull <laughs> like, you know he's a problem we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 90% of coffee from the grocery store is actually stale. You heard that right. The coffee you know and think you love needs an upgrade. Instead of rebuying the same old, same old, let Trade Coffee send you something freshly roasted that you're literally guaranteed to love. Freshly roasted and ethically sourced beans from America's best independent roasters. They ship free to you as often as you like, whole or ground. And for listeners, right now, Trade Coffee is offering a total of $20 off your first three bags when you go to drinktrade.com slash KCSN. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. To get started, take their quiz at drinktrade.com slash KCSN and start your journey to your perfect cup. That's drinktrade.com slash KCSN for $20 off your first three bags. 
Uh, okay, so uh, DSM Derek, the Lions GM, if you were to work for the Kansas City Chiefs, what job would be best suited for you in the front office? I mean, BJ, you've done media. What would your what would your front office job be? I don't know what Andy Benoit does for the Rams as like a media consultant to their front office, but something like that would be awesome. <laughs> just like work with <laughs> work with Brett and just I don't know what it would be, but that would be. That would be awesome. Those guys work their tails off. And much as we talk about Brett and the one being make the decisions, he's got an entire staff of 15 people that he works with every day that help him, you know, come up with all this stuff. So um, it's fun. Hey, like those are fun dudes to be around. Uh, I know they made some changes. Uh, like Trey Cozio left and, and joined Ryan Poles in Chicago. Um, you saw him. We saw him at the East West Ramble. So uh, yeah, I think some sort of media, con- I mean, it's easy for me. What would your job be? What would you want? Uh, something that I'd get to, uh, something I wouldn't be on the road. Uh, mm-hmm. so I could see my kids. I know that's a dumb, I know that's a kind of a weird answer. Like I wouldn't want to be a scout. I'd want something that I could at least tuck my kids in at night. But I mean, that, that's a different life. I, I don't know if like, honestly, like I love doing what I'm doing now. And I, I don't think I like, I've, I've thought about like, I would, I won't think I'd want that life. Like I just not, there's mm-hmm. nothing about it that appeals to me from that perspective. So like, Something where I get to watch tape break down players and strategize about probably something on the draft side, you know, on the college side. You're doing from the outside right now, anyway. Yeah. And (laughs) getting to see my kids and doing it from my closet. I mean, you know, there's, there's worse, there's worse gigs to be, to be having right now. Um, Okay. Let's see here. Um, Fish, the Falcons GM. I'm just going to continue to do this because I love it. Pick your favorite non-head coach around the league besides Flores and make the case for them being the best person to succeed Andy Reid. You got one? Whew, that's going to take a minute. You said non-head coach? Non-head coach. Besides Brian Flores. Do you have one? It's going to take me a minute. If you would ask me this like four years ago, I wouldn't have hesitated and I would have said Matt Nagy. And I still probably wouldn't what? because Go I would I don't care what happened in Chicago. I would have put a lot of money on Matt Nagy being successful. And I think that we could say whatever we want about how that went down, uh, the way that, that he handled himself, the creativity, the way that players used to speak about him, uh, not just about the way he handled players uh, when he was in Kansas City, but the way that he was creative, the way that he worked with guys. It was always so positive uh, in the way that they speak about him. So I would say Nagy, um, but I don't know. I don't think Coach Reed's going to be done anytime soon. I really don't. I think he's going to stay as long as he possibly can and try to win 47 Super Bowls with Patrick Mahomes. I think they might. They might win 47 in 10 years somehow because Mahomes can do anything. Casey from Casey. He's he's doing the 49ers. <laughs> uh, his Spags question posted earlier. Why on earth would the Chiefs move on from one of the best uh, – defensive coordinators who continues to put together serviceable defenses that gets his teams in AFC championship and Super Bowls. So the reason we posed the question, I think, you know, heading into the offseason wasn't necessarily like trying to push C Spagnolo out. I think the question was C Spagnolo is getting older. He's got a very defined, you know, specific type of player. He's, you know, he, he likes, he has, um, you know, a lot of his guys on the way out, you know, you, you before this, that, you know, Frank Clark, Tyron Matthews, not back. Tyron Matthew is really what made that defense go, um, in a lot of different ways. And 
and you kind of you kind of just wonder okay so is this a good time to just maybe try to try something new with your defense to reload with it you know an older defensive coordinator very defined skill sets that he prefers from a personnel perspective can be a little bit narrow at times to pursue and to find and afford and with the situation with the cap and all that stuff it was just more of a is circumstantial rather than performance mm-hmm. there's nothing about performance it's just this is an older defensive coordinator it might be time to move on uh, because of a lot of other circumstances and factors. And I mean, C Spagnolo is entering this, I mean, he's entering this season with a, you know, the cupboard's not particularly full. Um, he's losing a lot of his leaders. He's losing leaders at two levels of his defense with the linebackers and the cor- and the, the, the secondary. Oh, and Charvarius Ward's gone. Oh, his starting cornerbacks are gone. So I think that's, that's just all the factors there that you're kind of taking into consideration. I think that's why the question was posed. It's not necessarily about Spag's ability as much as it is just, you know, it's, it's just, there's, there's a lot there. Um, okay. Zach Saminarax asks, what is the single most inconsequential achievement that you are still incredibly proud of? Oh man, I should have looked at the questions beforehand. I got one while you're thinking. All right, go for it. I uh I won a thousand dollars on Let's Make a Deal a couple years ago. <laughs> Did you really? And I played for a car. I played car pong for a car dressed as an aardvark or an armadillo. And I yeah, I hit the car pong or car bucket but i i hit the fi- i actually made a couple ping pong balls in 500 buckets so yeah it's, tv's out there somewhere but that's my most inconsequential achievement <laughs> i looked ridiculous this is gonna sound so weird but like wearing the super bowl ring <laughs> because, like i didn't win a super Bowl. like i was there and- it's amazing and it's an amazing experience but part of me just feels strange because i've been on like i was lucky in high school was on a couple it's on a state championship football team on a national championship team in high school uh for baseball and a college national championship for baseball and like those mean like i was on the field like that means something but then looking at the super bowl ring it's like man that thing is huge that's special but i didn't do anything to help them in a football (laughs) game (laughs) so like it's just kind of like a a reminder of like yeah, like I was on the side, like I got a very good view of the the game, but right, man. Uh, it's it's still when you you play, and not that I ever play at that level, but just the respect for what those guys go into it, and they get a ring, and they feel a certain way. It just feels weird to be like, yeah, I got one too, <laughs> but I didn't do anything to help uh, achieve that. Besides, you know, hopefully connect the fans with the players and the coaches a little bit when I was there. But yeah, it it it's a little, it's like a cool keepsake, but it, there's always that little bit of like. I didn't do anything to help win this thing. Hey, it takes a village, man. Come on. Give yourself some credit. I mean, you know, handsomeness was elevated significantly. And this isn't a shot at Matt McMullen. This is just, I mean, you know, it goes like Paul Rudd, BJ Kissel. I just, you know, just Paul Rudd, very nice person. Like Paul Rudd. Yeah, that's okay. That is, that's a name drop, right? That's just like a, uh-huh. Nice person. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, you would know because. Mm-hmm. See. Anyway, I could, uh, sh- I could share you the Paul Rudd. I could tell you the Paul Rudd story. I don't know if I've ever told the story before because I got a picture of him uh, for the Chiefs like Super Bowl party. So uh, after the AFC title game, he was down on the field, 
and I saw him. It was one of those like YOLO, like I'm going to go say hi. Cause I normally don't do that. I just kind of leave guys alone. Especially I think he was with his son at the time. And I was like, you know what? Screw this. So like I went over and I was just like, introduced myself. I was like, you know, Hey, Mr. Rudd, uh, talked to him for a minute. And within like three minutes, we were talking about like growing up and having games and, um, uh, or going to games when we were, you know, growing up in Kansas city and all that and pointing out like, this is where my dad and I sit and we got talking about my dad. Uh, and you know, he's the reason I was a cheese fan and he passed away when I was in college and just had a really nice, it was like maybe three or four minutes, not a super long, but somehow got like into some deep stuff and he shared some stuff and fast forward to, uh, a, uh, NFL honors, uh, the night before the super bowl, he walks by and said, hi, and like remembered. And then the chiefs uh after we won the super bowl went back to the hotel and there was a huge party going on it went on to like five o'clock in the morning and he and his son were leaving at probably like 3 30 my mom was there and we were talking outside and he walks by with his son he walked over remembered my name and then talked to my mom and like remembered the conversation he was like i'm sure this means a lot you know with you know your husband and i'm really sorry to hear about all that but i had a great conversation with your son about this and it's just like holy cow like that it's the sexiest man alive like a a-list superstar like mega uh movie star just was a normal dude and said something and my mom like kind of teared up and it was just it was a really cool moment and um just one of those like genuine things where it's like wow that's a very real like cool deal so consider that's me a awesome. fan anyway yeah it's not that's a name drop thing you're just like that's a cool de- like just being a normal nice dude yeah we went from the ring to that that's you know i just you know that's that's incredible man that's a that's quite a that's quite a story that's uh you know we always say like you lived a lot of cheese fans dreams and like a lot of us live vicariously through you you made a you made a lot out of that you really did you know like you got to you got to do a lot of really cool stuff out of that and like that's that's pretty special mike denny asks if you're trading up to the 14 to 18 range who's the one guy at each of cornerback wide receiver and edge you'd be okay with doing it for so cornerback Derek stingley uh sauce gordon i think both make a lot of sense i'd do that in a heartbeat um wide receiver again i'm kind of with beach from earlier i don't think i'd do it for a wide receiver but george pickens jameson williams those are two guys that i'd probably feel pretty strongly like i'd, I'd be okay with it um but you know i i still don't want to do it edge it's one of the top four if one of the top four falls out, that's it. But I'm not excited about trading up to 14 for George Karloftis. I will say that 14 to 18 range picks 29 and 50 will get you there. So if you surrender 29 and 50, you have a chance to go grab um, one of those guys. All right. Last question before we get out of here. Positive toasty or positive toasty. What a name. <laughs> if the Chiefs draft a tight end, which of the four current Chiefs tight ends misses out on a roster spot? That's interesting. Yeah. Travis Kelsey, Blake Bell. Jody Fortson and Noah Gray. BJ, who do you think misses out on a roster spot if uh, if the Chiefs do draft a tight end? It's either going to be Jody Fortson or Noah Gray. Uh, I think it's going to be one of those two guys, and it's going to be uh, whatever Uncle Dave decides <laughs> at this point. Um, I would love to see Jody Fortson get a shot. Uh, he's bought his time. I think he could provide a weapon and a skill set that we don't necessarily have and that you can't have with guys that are that size and that athletic. I think it's been widely reported. Like those guys have talked about it. Travis Kelsey said Jody Fortson is the most athletic tight end in the room. Uh, and so nothing against Noah Gray, but I, I would say he would probably be the odd man out in that. And that's only because I see Jody Fortson taking that next step, or maybe that's just wishful thinking, but he just, from a physical matchup skill set perspective, 
I feel like Andy Reid could dial some things up. You could figure out him a way in a regular season game to go out there and make plays against other top professional athletes. Jody Fortson can do that. So they go out and get one of those top tight ends or they take a guy that we've been clamoring for four years <laughs> that they take another tight end. Um, that would be, that would be my answer. I think Jody Fortson would be the guy, the odd man out, but I think he would probably be back in Kansas city in a practice squad capacity as he recovers from his Achilles injury. You know, so like there is that factor, like you kind of buy a little bit of time and he's not going to have a great opportunity necessarily to maybe show teams what he's fully capable of for the beginning of the year. It could help the Chiefs stash. I know it's kind of a cold way of saying it, but I think Jody Fortson is a guy that could potentially still be on the Chiefs in Kansas City without being on the 53-man roster. That is going to do it for 21 questions tonight. Thank you so much to everyone who has asked questions. Thank you so much for your support of KCSN. It means everything. You have no clue. We appreciate you all. We'll catch you later. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.